the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. UC1Vet.org. Waking up America from its woke slumber. Always right radio with Bob France on The Answer. 935, thanks for being with us on this uh, free-for-all Friday and this fist bump Friday. What is a magnet is the fact that the time in between an encounter of an individual at the border and their final ruling in their immigration case can sometimes take six or more years. Yeah, that's true. It might, which is exactly why they ought to spend those six or more years waiting in Mexico. The solution is to go back to the policies that worked. The solution is our legislation. Or the solution is simply, I think, one sentence. No money can be used to process or release into the country any new migrants. To just say, suspend it now. Alejandro Mayorkas is the Secretary of Homeland Insecurity. Jim Jordan is the Chairman of the House Judiciary Committee. The latter joins us now on AM 1420, The Answer, for the first time in 2024. Congressman, good morning. How are you? I'm fine, Bob. Happy New Year to you. Good to be back with you. Good to have you back uh, here in uh, in the state of. Are you in D.C. now? Actually, probably right. I'm in Ohio. We, oh. we, I was in, I was at the border a couple of days ago. Uh, back in That's Ohio why I brought it up. A couple of days. Yeah, and then of course uh, back to D.C. next week when we got a number of things we're going to be working on. Yeah, no question about it. Okay, so it's good to have you back in the Buckeye State after going to the Lone Star. Let's talk about what you saw there. Um, the the left is calling this nothing more than photo opping, picture taking, going down there and grandstanding to try to generate public support. What is the real reason the trip that you and Speaker Johnson and what were there about fifty or sixty of you? I think that went down in that contingent. Yeah, was what was the goal there? I think it was over the largest uh, congressional delegation ever go to the border. Uh, I think we have over over sixty members. Uh, and the left may say what they want, uh, can say what they want, but the American people know because it's, uh, I think polling shows 80% of the country knows it's a huge problem on our border. And they know it's a huge problem because it is, because the numbers, you know, I, I said down there, uh, this week, I said there's, there's kind of three fundamental things. What's the cause? Uh, what's the gravity and the magnitude of the problem? And then what's the solution? And the cause we know is the policy changes that this administration intentionally, deliberately, willfully put in place which went against everything President Trump had done, the Remain in Mexico that you mentioned, the no more building the wall, and, of course, once they get here, they're released into the country. So those three decisions that were made on day one are the cause of this. The gravity is 300,000 in December, largest month on record. Mm -hmm. And as I said down there at the border, Bob, we're on pace in the Biden uh, term, uh, the Biden presidency, we're on pace to get to the equivalent of when you count count the known gotaways, this, that, all all the numbers. We're on pace to reach the entire population of Ohio, 12 million people. That's, that's, that's crazy. And the solution is to go back to the policies that work or to, to, to pass our legislation, which is in essence the policy that President Trump was, was largely putting in place through executive order, uh, through executive action. Or, as I said, if you can't do any of that, then you do the one sentence and you just say, suspend it now. It's gotten so bad. Let's just don't let any more immigrants into the country unless there's some – super extenuating circumstance where they need to come in for a specialized surgery and they got a parent here. Something, so there's, there's always those. But sort of that, you suspend it all and you stop it. That is the only real solution. 
Yeah, Congressman, um, a couple of things there. H.R. 2 is going to be DOA. You know that, and I know it. They won't even take it up in the in the uh, Democrat Senate. And even if they did, Joe Biden would slap a veto on it. It's not going to happen. It's a great piece of legislation. I'm glad you guys passed it, but it's yep. not going to go anywhere. Yep. So that brings us to the latter, which is what you just said. Chip Roy uh, from Texas, who did not go with you guys this time because he's been down there dozens of times, obviously. Chip Roy said, here's what we need to do. We need to get married to the idea that you just said about shutting it down, that if they don't shut down the border in that manner, we need to accept a shutdown of the government. Are you there? Well, I'm not. Look, what I'm for is shutting down the border. I don't I don't think it'll get to that because I, I actually now think that this is such a big issue. Eight out of 10 Americans get it. Uh, the mayor of New York, Eric Adams, gets it. The mayor of Chicago gets it. They all understand like this is because, as we've said, you know, it's, it's it's so bad it's become cliched. This is not just a border problem. This is a problem now, a concern for the entire country, because when you're when you're moving the equivalent of 12 million people just all over the country, send them into various communities. The minimum can't speak the language. Um, you know, you know we, we have other concerns down there on the border. It's, it's like 100, over 170 of the people that we have encountered at the border are on the terrorist watch list. So on and on it goes. I think this is something where the country is going to demand from Democrats that they do the right thing. But you're, I said this at the border. We should put that language on every single must-pass bill. And, and and get it done for the American people. For I, don't, I don't disagree with, with your language there, and you're right about going back to what works. As I said in the introduction, you know, when, he, when uh, Mayorkas is talking about the magnet, or one of the magnets being the fact they know they can come here for at least six years and stay here for free uh, without any yeah. fear of being deported. Uh, and, and, you know, the, the Remain in Mexico policy, of course, would, would change all of that. So I don't disagree with you, Congressman. <clears throat> But I'm 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 just I'm very supportive of what Chip Roy is saying is that if the Democrats won't go along and shut down the border, if they won't go along with the change in asylum policy, you know, they keep talking about my is talking about funding and the Republicans um, uh, voted against, uh, you know, uh, 2000 more border agents. Well, what the heck good does Border Patrol agents do if they're not allowed to actually patrol the border, if they are instead reassigned to processing duties to Walmart greet more people in? So if that's going to be their, if that's going to be their mind, I know they did. I know that's one of the reasons you guys went down there to hear it firsthand. But yeah. if that's going to be their policy and their mindset, then I agree with Chip Roy. We literally have to shut down the government. If they're going to hold the border hostage, Congressman, then hold the damn whole of government hostage. Well, if if it goes to that, it'll be the Democrats <laughs> shutting down the government. It won't be us because what we're saying is we're for securing the border, and the Democrats are going to say no, no, no. It's more important that we not secure the border. I mean that 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 will be the debate if we get to that point. What I do know is we can't allow this to continue because the pace we're on is something that's never happened. We've never seen this in American history where you have that those kind of numbers that that are coming in and just and and right away receiving uh, taxpayer services uh, being shipped all over the country at taxpayer expense. I mean, it's just on and on it goes. You have to say no, and we 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 know that most of these probably will not qualify. For asylum, they're not they're not legitimate asylum seekers. Where they're fleeing persecution, so that that is the problem. And then the 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 fact that they've changed those three policies, and Joe Biden said what he said, you know, welcome, come on in. When he was running for the job and when he first got the job, um, that's why they're all that all these people are coming, and that's why we have the situation. So my orcas can say what he wants, pictures, but you caused the six year wait because you you changed the policies that said encouraged so many incentivized so many people to come.
Yeah, that's exactly correct. We're talking to Congressman Jim Jordan about his trip to the border down in Eagle Pass and other parts of uh, Texas where you spoke to Border Patrol agents, you spoke to ranchers and others. And Governor Greg Abbott is trying to advocate for his people, for the ranchers, the citizens there. And the government, the federal government, the DOJ, is doing everything they can to stop him. Congressman, how, how do you explain the DOJ filing a lawsuit against Greg Abbott for daring to sign a bill into law that says... If Texas law enforcement finds illegal aliens, which, by the way, by definition are illegal, they can't arrest them. And then also they filed a lawsuit, the DOJ did, to make them take down the razor wire that, like a border wall, discourages illegal border crossings. How, how, and then how can the Biden administration send Corrine Jean-Pierre out there every day to, every day to say it's the Republicans' fault? <laughs> None of it makes sense. Again, it's why 8 out of 10 Americans, 80% of the country understands it. It's a huge problem, understands the cause of this problem. Uh, we were down there. We actually saw, you know, the, 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 the Governor Abbott's just doing what's best for his citizens. You can't fault him for that one bit. He's, he's doing what the federal government should be doing. Um, the, the actual the razor wire doesn't stop. It just it just slows things down. It makes it so that they're going to come to, they hopefully come to port of entries and they can better handle the situation. They don't have to rescue as many people. I mean, the number of people they've had to rescue. So we talked to Border Patrol agents and they, that they've saved kids' lives, women's lives. They've saved people's lives. It, some of them just from dealing with the with the river, uh, saving them from drowning. All, all kinds of things that they've done. It, it would help. That all helps the situation. But we actually saw as we were there on the river, uh, in in Eagle Pass, we saw uh, people. Uh, they were from Venezuela. They just came. They were able to at, a, at where a wall met part of a wall met part of the razor wire. They were able to lay lay the coat down on the razor wire. They were able to get through and they. There was Border Patrol agents taking them, and then we're going to go process them. And so it, it is It is just a ridiculous situation, again, caused deliberately. Not, this is the part I always stress, deliberately, intentionally, willfully by the Biden administration. Oh, 100%. It's impossible for them, for them to even try to deny that what they are doing right now is intentional because the numbers are so staggering. You can't do that by accident. What do you want from Mayorkas? You and uh, the rest of the House Judiciary Committee uh, sent a letter yesterday or, yeah. or Wednesday to Mayorkas demanding the release of what? Documentation? What are you looking for? We're looking for more information on this, this terrorist number. Uh, it's always a pain. There, there's this well, first, let me back up. There's always this process you go you go through the back and forth uh, as as you're laying the groundwork and framework for a possible you know you may have to subpoena for certain things and 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 subpoena for certain testimony. So you, there's always this back and forth that the accommodation process you just, you just have to do. We do it you know with all kinds of witnesses with all kinds of issues. So we're looking for more information on the number of terrorists uh, or individuals that have been on the terrorist watch list. We want more information about that, but. It's always tough to get information from these guys. Uh, it took us forever to – we ask a simple question. Uh, I remember this in this, this, this past summer. Before he came for his hearing, uh, Secretary Marcus, we said, we want you to be prepared to answer how many people have actually went through the adjudication process and been removed. People that have been coming into the country since January 20th, 2021, in the Biden administration, how many have actually went through the process and been removed? Be prepared to answer that question. He came. We asked him the question. He wasn't prepared. I asked him multiple times. I remember I asked him, is the number greater than zero? And he said, yes. I said, is it greater than 10? He says, yes. Is it greater than 100? He said, yes. I said, is it greater than 1,000? I'll, I'll have to get back to you. I said, so we've established it's between 100 and 1,000. He goes, no, no, it's got to be more. Anyway, the, the, the point is, it takes forever. So we continue this process. At some point, we'll probably have to subpoena for things. Again, uh, we've already done that with a number of different agencies and, and with, with Homeland Security. 
we may have to do that again. But that's what we're trying to get because we think that's important information for, for the constituents of the 4th District and for the American people. Speaking of subpoenas, I'm going to have to ask you about Hunter in a moment, but I want to stay with Mayorkas and Biden and impeachment updates, if we can get them. Mayorkas, I think an overwhelming number of people in the United States, even uh, a growing number of Democrats, are so dis, you know, so concerned uh, about yep. the about the uh, the numbers at the border and the, how this is completely unsustainable. They are even talking about it. But where are we on the potential impeachment of the Homeland Security or Insecurity Secretary, as well as the uh, in- inquiry that goes on now with Biden? Well, first, with uh, Secretary Marcus, uh, Chairman Green, and the Homeland Security Committee is going to be moving forward with hearings. It's it's basically an impeachment inquiry phase that they're in with Secretary Marcus, but I think it's moving closer and closer to actual um, establishment and filing of articles and, and and moving ahead with that. That will be that will be in the Homeland Security Committee, but we will be helping as much as we can. Weren't, weren't uh, articles filed? Weren't articles filed uh, against Mayorkas as far back as 2021? I feel like uh, at least one representative introduced articles of impeachment for Mayorkas in 21, and then did it again in 23. Um, and yet here I, we I sit. Been, so. Yeah, I think there've been five, maybe five or six different members who have filed uh, articles. Mm-hmm. Um, and and but we we wanted to you know unlike Democrats we actually. Do the do the the hearings, do the investigation, establish the facts, and Chairman Green has has done that um, uh, along with some of the things that, that have come from the Judiciary Committee. Uh, but he's done. A, Chairman Green's done a good job, and they're going to. I think their first hearing is next week, okay. in, in, in that endeavor. Uh, relative to the president, uh, we continue to uh, interview folks. Um, we have several scheduled here in the next two weeks. Two of them next week. Uh, to the following week uh, that are key players. Uh, one, one of course, is uh, Kevin Morris, the guy who came in and paid Hunter Biden's taxes. Uh, we continue to talk with Eric Sherwin and uh, Rob Walker's attorneys, as well as uh, Jim Biden's attorneys. We will talk to them. And then uh, I do think you will see us, uh, uh, we're, we're preparing and looking at the whole contempt issue with, uh, with Hunter Biden for his failure to testify uh, last month when he said he came to the Capitol and and, and, and did a press conference. Yeah, I'm going to hold off on that for a second while I finish the immigration part, part of the conversation. Um, the White House has also condemned uh, Speaker Johnson for not, quote, negotiating in good faith, end quote, um, with them over the subsidies for Ukraine and for Taiwan and so forth. Um, uh, again, I'll, I kind of ask you this every time, and I do apologize for the redundancy, but we can't do that, can we? We cannot let them hold national security at our southern border hostage over funding for foreign uh, entanglements, can we? Because that's what they want. They're saying that if Johnson and the Republicans don't cave in on the subsidies that they want to give to Zelensky, uh, then you will not get the border security you so crave. I, I just cannot. Well, I, and I also think, but, but, yeah, when you, and when you say with in good in good faith, their their position is we're gonna we we want to send money to Ukraine now. Uh, Let's negotiate on what actually happens on the border. And and and, and uh, Speaker Johnson's position and the House Republican Conference position is, we want House Bill Two, HR Two. We want that because we know that'll fix the border. You do that, then we'll talk to you about Ukraine. So I, I don't I don't say that that's any more intractable or, or uh, you know bad faith than what they're doing. In fact, I, I would say it's, it's 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 the right position because we're actually focusing on our controlling uh, getting control of our border first. Exactly. Talk about Ukraine. So it's it's such a ridiculous argument that you hear from Schumer and the Democrats and and the, and the White House is like, give me a break. But they make uh, it and, every and again, day. 
They make that ridiculous yeah, they, argument every day, and I'm not hearing enough Republican pushback, quite frankly. And that doesn't mean you, because I know you do your job. You're as visible as it gets in, in the Congress. But, but I think more people need to be out there and expressing to the American people, look, they are prioritizing national security for the Ukrainians, and nobody is saying we have to be completely you know, apathetic about that. Uh, we can certainly be concerned, but they are prioritizing yeah. Ukrainian over American uh, security. <laughs> and that just that's not their job. That's not your job. It's nobody's job that's in Washington, D.C. to be concerned about anybody other than Americans first. Yeah, and you go talk to the American people, and they would agree with you and I. At least, at least according to polling, 80% of them agree with you and I on what should be the priority in, in that negotiation. And yet somehow the mainstream press and the White House and, and uh, Leader Schumer uh, say just the opposite. But again, uh, you know, we've talked about this many times. I always feel like the American people see through it, they get it, and they know uh, that uh, what what you know, they got common sense and they know what the right position is. Let's get to the Hunter situation now. It's been a few weeks since he defied his subpoena to testify before the Oversight Committee, instead held that grandstanding press conference there, perhaps with the knowledge and support of his father, which is another kind of an issue. Um, that day, you and others said you will pursue contempt of Congress charges against Hunter Biden for that. So here we are. New yep. Year is here. You guys are going back to D.C. next week. When will that happen? Yeah, I think that'll happen real quick. Uh, we're, there's a process you have to do. You have to put together the report, lays out the reasoning and the facts, the failure of him to show for the, for the established time. We actually then sat down and established a record uh, with the court reporter. And, you know, while he was over there doing his, his press conference, we were in the, in the committee room, um, myself and a number of, of colleagues, uh, along with our, our counsel, the Democrats' counsel, um, we were all there establishing the record that he failed to show, entering certain things into the record, opening statements, and uh, that'll all be in the report. Then, then uh, when we would go to a markup, you would actually have the report. It actually functions almost like a bill, and there'd be a markup on the on the actual report. And then you would uh, you would you would have the vote on the in the committee, and then at some point it'd go to the floor. But we expect to move forward with that. Um, we're not exactly sure exactly when yet, but that will come, I think, real soon. And, and I think it'll happen. In, I think it's going to happen in both committees. Um, I think both in the, in the oversight committee and the uh, and the judiciary committee. And it'll be a, a similar type. Of, it'll be the, the same type of report that will uh, that will happen out of both committees. Some conservatives have been threatened with prison for contempt of Congress for refusing uh, to comply with the subpoena, including Peter Navarro, Navarro and Steve Bannon, among others. Is Hunter Biden going to be facing jail or prison for his uh, refusal and his, quite frankly, his uh, his embarrassing you know attempt to show you guys up by doing the press conference? But is there a prison potentially in the offing? Well, that would be the third step. Step one would be uh, you pass a, the uh, contempt. Uh, uh, report out of committee then you'd pass it out of the floor uh then it would go to the to the justice department um and if if you know that's then then it'd be merrick garland's call and we'll see now he's as you as you pointed out he went ahead and filed charges against mr bannon and mr um uh navarro, navarro. and where, where i think they had they had a legitimate you know that they had a a, a a reason they had they could they could make the argument that was a presidential type of uh, conversation they could argue that 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 type of immunity i don't know what hunter biden i don't know what his argument is he, he can't make some immunity argument he doesn't have one so uh and then they the democrats also did that of course for white house chief of staff uh which i thought again he has the most powerful presidential immunity uh or uh, 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 uh argument that that you could you could have because he's he's the top counselor to the president 
and yet the Democrats passed it. But Mayor Garland chose not to prosecute the former uh, chief of staff um, for, and I think understanding properly executive privilege is, is the the the, uh, the argument that, that that you have there. So well, we would see, but I don't see what Hunter Biden would have. He's had, he has no real executive privilege. He's not in the he's not a counselor to the president. So, um, but that that would be the step. It'd be a three step process there. All right. Congressman uh, Jim Jordan, last question for you. Tomorrow is the anniversary of January 6th, three years ago. We had the uh, protest that turned into a riot. There are some J6 protesters who have been arrested and who have been held ever since that day without a trial. I know I asked you about that at the last time we spoke in 2023 as we start 2024. Uh, thoughts on progress on getting these people's constitutional rights yeah, restored we- to them, making them either stand trial or be set free. Yeah, we continue to to, to um, uh, observe that, and 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 number of our colleagues are asking questions about it and seeing if we can we can speed that up. That that's obviously not what Joe Biden is going to talk about today. He's going to go he's going to go give the 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 probably the same old speech where he uh, calls half the country. Remember, we, what was it a year and a half ago? He called half the country fascist, and yeah. I assume he's going to have the same kind of rhetoric uh, today. Um, but you're right in in this country. If you do wrong, you're, you're, you need to be held accountable, and we all understand that. But uh, it also needs to be done in a um, speedy fashion. Uh, that's that's our constitution, and um, so yeah, we continue to monitor that situation, see if we can we can be helpful. And it's it's uh, just one of the many many concerns we have with uh, with what's going on with this uh, this justice yeah. department. Yeah, it is of paramount importance, obviously, that people need to know that their government is not going to deny them their constitutional rights to due process and a speedy trial. So uh, I hope you do indeed stay on that. Congressman, thank you. We covered a lot of ground today. Really great stuff. Keep up the good work. We'll talk to you again next week. You too, Bob. Thank you. Take care. Jim Jordan on AM 1420, The Answer 956. We're going to take a time out. One thing I didn't ask Jordan about was Donald Trump being um, removed from the ballot in Colorado and Maine and threatened to be removed from the ballot in other states as well. That's because we have a conversation coming up with the lead counsel at the National Legal and Policy Center who is dialed into that very question. Paul uh, Kaminar is going to be joining us next on AM4. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.